And welcome into another edition of FRS Slam Radio. Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner here with you. And Jamie, this this is going to be a hot one because I'm angry. I am not having a great day. And the WWE is not making it any better. Chris, why, why are you so mad? Why uh, do you have to be so mad? Plenty, plenty of reasons. Uh, mainly, I don't have a car. Uh, yes. That is one of the, that is the main reason why I'm angry. But the WWE is making me more angry. Stephanie McMahon not at Raw this week. A lot of people prompting questions. Why was Stephanie McMahon not at Raw? She's kind of been reintroduced as an on-screen character. Where is she, you know, touting the women's revolution? Where is she, you know, pushing the buttons of Kurt Angle? Where is she doing all of her authority-like things? Well, Jamie, that was because the company is campaigning for an Emmy Award nomination. Yes, so that was what the word was that WWE, and it was, it was not just Stephanie McMahon, I believe they had names. They're going to have a big event on Wednesday. Tomorrow. So Triple H, H, Shawn Michaels, Roman Reigns, Ronda Rousey, the Bella Twins, and, and they're, they're going to present, I guess, their case. I'm not quite sure how this Emmy process works. You know what? But they're going to present their case based on Raw 25, the Mixed Match Challenge, and WWE 24. All right, this is where I want to start. Okay. Okay. Do you know what, you know what, Emmy Award nomination type shows? Do you know what they do? Um, that they, I they're good. Usually. They don't campaign for an Emmy Award. Well, yes, and their no. shows speak for themselves. They usually don't campaign this openly. But right. The scenes they very much sure they don't for all th- these they awards. don't throw Globes, a red carpet event Oscars, with private screenings all. of their shows. In an effort to lobby or campaign for an Emmy Award nomination. If you have to campaign for an Emmy Award nomination, you're not worthy of an Emmy Award. Despite being the longest running weekly weekly episodic episodic television show in history, history, which is not true. Which is not true. That is not a factual statement. They say that every week. It's not true. Here, we live in a post-fact world, Chris. But getting back to this for a second, I, uh, I don't think this is a terrible idea by them. It's it's definitely self-aggrandizing, but no, the WWE doing something that's self-aggrandizing, no. Uh, but I don't think this is a bad idea because the ability for them to toot their own horn and say that they're Emmy-winning Monday Night Raw, no, they're not winning. Emmy, they're Emmy not winning, winning any Emmys. Even ever. Emmy-nominated, they're going. They, oh, they're they're going to the use that Emmy-nominated fullest extent. Monday Night Raw, the Emmy-nominated WWE Twenty Four Series, oh, I can Emmy-nominated Mixed Match Challenge. Oh, I can see it. I can see Michael right? Cole can you doing hear it? it. Oh no, I can. Can you hear it? Also. I want to discuss their decision to showcase Raw 25. That yeah, show is awful. I would put that one in the vault and just let's let's leave it be. Let's all pretend that it was a good show when it wasn't a great show. That was a bad show. It was. Now, you have a great opening segment, which if sure. you're campaigning for an Emmy is a great thing to show everybody. If, if that's all you're showing, if that 20 minutes is the clip, you're golden. Everything else? It, it goes off the cliff there. It goes off quickly. And let's not forget the, uh, the stuff from the Manhattan Center of the We Want Refunds and... Uh, expletive-related chants that were right. happening. It didn't go well. It was not something that, that worked out in their favor. So the last 30 seconds of the show was the second best part of the show. That's a problem. The last 30 was li- seconds And by the way, the, the second best part was literally just... What happened on Ballard, the last 30 the Ballard seconds Club of the show? Ballard Club 2-sweeting DX. What happened on the last 30 seconds of the show? That was it. That was it. That was it. That was the second best moment oh. on that show. I don't... I try to That's forget that That's how bad show. that show was. Yeah, I don't, I don't try to remember Very that show ever. Raw 1000 was significantly better than Raw 25. Uh, the Mixed Match Challenge is an interesting decision to, to show. Uh, it's different. I guess they're trying to show that, hey, we're tech savvy. We have shows on all sorts of different well, platforms. Look think, at us. I also think what's important, too, is I'm reading this article. There's WWE 24 Empowered. So it's oh, based that was on the, the Women's Evolution. Yeah. Revolution. It, what is it this week? Is it Revolution I or Evolution? Think it's, I think we're on an evolution. It's a mystery. Full of change that no one wow, sees. that's a very good reference. 
but so it looks like that's the narrative uh, in which they are pushing. Now, I'm, I'm surprised they didn't put the Greatest Royal Rumble on that list for other reasons, but yeah. uh, well, I guess we'll see why. Uh, so there there you have it. I mean, you, you, they're, they're, the Empowered documentary from the network, the Mixed Match Challenge that's going to air on Facebook or did air on Facebook, and the 25th anniversary special are going to be a part of a private screening, which I guess is for people who nominate and vote on these things. I don't even know. Jamie, I don't even know how the Emmy process works. I don't even know how you get nominated. Like, how does that? Yeah, does like that I don't happen? know who makes those. I mean, again, I'm, I'm assuming the people that inside WWE and inside those television networks have a much better idea about how the the Emmy process goes. But yeah, that's not really something I'm very familiar with. I don't know how you get nominated like that. Uh, one other big wrestling topic from today that I want to talk about. It's going to make Jamie spit out whatever he's drinking out of this child sized cup. This is terrible. What are you drinking? It's bad. What is it? Beet juice. Why are you drinking beet juice, Because uh, I was told that it's supposed to make me feel better. Uh, can, can I do a little uh, investigative journalism with you right here? I will say. Jamie, are you feeling better? Well, I am feeling better about literally everything else I've ever drank in my life. So maybe that's what they meant by that. Okay. Uh, the other thing that happened today was the CM Punk yes. lawsuit uh, had the closing arguments and then the jurors came back in about two hours with a verdict, and that verdict was that uh, CM Punk and Colt Cabana, not guilty. They do not have to pay the $4 million that Dr. Chris Amon was asking yeah, for in a defamation. Do- a dollar per podcast download and uh, other I- – I'm blanking on the word right now. But other compensatory, yeah, but that wasn't the word it was. Okay, uh, punitive damages. Punitive There's damage. That's what you were looking for. for. Uh, and this is a case that basically boiled down to they put Chris Amon on the stand uh, and they asked him, you know, was your job and your status within WWE jeopardized by what happened? And he admitted on the stand, no. There, there you go. The case was over then, Done. and and that was basically what happened. The jury came back in about two hours. Can you imagine being the? Uh, the jury being on jury duty and getting selected for this case. If you're a wrestling fan, you got thrown out. Oh yeah, this right. Not, yeah. If they if you've even watched WWE, before, you're out. You were the lawyers you're out. were going to strike you. Yeah, you're out. As someone who has served on a jury, I am actually semi familiar with this process. Uh, so that that is that, uh, and it's notable because everybody knows that in a couple of days, CM Punk has a big UFC fight. He does. You're uh, in Chicago, and I will say, will probably not win. As we are doing this. I, I just got a message from a, from a friend. Okay. okay. And I'm not going to look into this any further. I'm going to leave the suspense out there. Oh, boy. And I was just texted, CM Punk Code Orange. I don't know what that means. I'm very intrigued by it. I'm going to, after this, go look this up. I have no idea what any of this means. But there you have it. So there you go. Code Orange. So, code Orange. So hit the case uh, ruled in Punk and Cabana's favor uh, and... Look huge for them because four million dollars—a uh, lot, lot of money, money. Uh, to both of them. Despite both of them having great careers right now for Punk in the UFC and Colt Cabana, sure, being, but I don't think they have of four, no. four or whatever million dollars just lying around just to hand away. Exactly. So, uh, you know, congratulations to them that they, that they don't have to pay this. I mean, I will be open and say that I was on their side in this. That you can't, you know, file for defamation from a podcast. That's just not how this the world works. Uh, Especially so, when you're not mentioned by name. I think that was the biggest thing, the issue that they had, too. Right, and when he couldn't prove that he was actually, that anything happened to him, then it, it certainly created quite quite the problem for, for him to prove his case in court. So, Plunk now can focus his attention towards his fight on Saturday, can also focus his attention toward being a part of All In, setting up for All In 2 in Madison Square Garden nope. uh, None of later on this happening. year. Okay, let's talk about this here as well. We let's learned what promotion. Oh, yes, yes. A follow-up from our show yesterday. We found out what promotion is the promotion that has the hold on WWE and or has the hold on MSG. It's not New Japan. It's not All In 2. It's everybody's favorite, AAA. 
Yeah. I had I this was the last option that I thought and we're learning some some information about it. They have a hold on it and their their hopes are they can get Impact Wrestling and Lucha Underground superstars yes. to appear on this show. They seem very serious and this was the point I laid out yesterday when we did this podcast is that anybody that went to this length to put a hold on a date at Madison Square Garden is at least serious in their intent to have a show there. Yes. Whether or not it happens because of cost or financial, they at least think on the surface there's a chance that they can run that arena. Yes, so it's incredibly interesting to see if they're able to run the arena, if what the show looks like, what talent is available on that show, and what their end goal is. What is the purpose of running MSG besides to kind of flex your muscles a little bit? And if you're doing it to flex your muscles, what are you planning down the road as the reason why you're flexing your muscles? Down? And we talked yesterday, and you, you brought up a point that, look, the, the picking New York in the case of New Japan mm-hmm. was very uh, geographical based and in, culturally. Terms of, in terms of the demographics yeah. and, the, and the cultural basis there. I think the same can be said for what AAA is doing. Mm-hmm. When you look at the, the, the Latin America population that is infused itself into the United States, I think New York is – I mean, New York's the perfect for any culture because sure. it's New York. But I, I think you look at New York and you say that, that's, a, that's the perfect place. Yes, I mean, in New York, though, uh, you would – and again, we're both from that area. You, there's more of a Puerto Rican influence than a Mexican yes. influence. But still, there there is the there are similarities between the there there are stark similarities between the the two cultures there. But it's not it's not quite apples to apples. But again, it, it's a wrestling market. It's the biggest city in the United States. It's MSG. There are a number of things that make it a, a very intriguing and a very attractive location and building for any show in any entertainment or sports field to run. So there you have it. AAA is your mystery promotion that is uh, attempting to run Madison Square Garden. We'll see if anything happens there. We'll obviously talk about it as we learn more about it. The reason why Stephanie McMahon was not at Raw this week campaigning for an Emmy for the longest-running weekly episode. Spoiler, I don't think they get one. I don't think they get one either. I don't think they even get a nomination. How about that? And the the breaking news just a little bit before we went on the air here doing this podcast that CM Punk and Cole Cabana won their case or they were found not guilty by the jury. They were defendants, so you can't really win, I guess, per se. You just, they didn't lose. They didn't lose. That's exactly how it works. So there you have it. There's your day in wrestling. We will be back tomorrow breaking down anything else that may happen.